It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Friday, May 26th, 2023. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. A timber company owned by Yakutat's Village Corporation has filed for bankruptcy this month after a bank sued the corporation over $13 million in outstanding debts. It's the latest chapter in the story of a contentious logging operation that many of the corporation's shareholders didn't support. Coast Alaska's Angela Denning reports. Yak Timber filed for bankruptcy on May 11th. In a letter to shareholders the next day, the village corporation Yak Tak Kwan said they filed only after exhausting all efforts to negotiate a resolution with the bank. Yakutat's tribal government says the lawsuit is further dividing a town that was already stressed. Many residents didn't agree with the logging operation in the first place. Andrew Gildersleeve is a tribe's executive director. He says, above all, there's grief. The matter itself is almost like a broken piece of glass with so many edges, it's impossible to pick up without getting cut. There's shock of what's happened to tribal lands and disbelief that there could be a claim of this size. The lawsuit, brought by AgWest Farm Credit, alleges that Yak Timber owes the bank about $13.3 million in unpaid loans. Where did all that money that they borrowed go? Cindy Bremner is a shareholder and the former CEO of the corporation. She's now Yakutat's mayor. She says shareholders have a lot of questions the corporation won't answer. It's straining relationships in the small town of 600. We live in a small town. We're all related. And it's caused quite a divide between those on that board and then pretty much the rest of the shareholders. The suit says the corporation hasn't made payments since the middle of 2022. The bank is seeking repayment, interest, and attorney's fees. It lists equipment along with timber, proceeds, and property as collateral. In a letter to shareholders on April 7th, corporation leadership said their board, quote, is united in every possible effort to address the allegations, end quote. Sherry Jensen, the corporation's CEO, said in a written statement that they had no comment for this story. But as recently as October, Jensen told Coast Alaska that paying back the loans wouldn't be a problem after they sell Yak Timbers logging equipment. Banks don't lend money to broke companies. They just don't. And, you know, we had a business plan and they bought into it. The Yak Tak Kwan Corporation was formed in the early 70s after the Alaska Native Claims Settlement Act took effect. The federal law exchanged indigenous land rights for money divvying up the remaining land among a few hundred village corporations. Those corporations are charged with making a profit for their shareholders. The Quan created its timber subsidiary in 2018 to harvest 21 million board feet of timber on its land. It logged about three-quarters of that, shipping nearly 4,000 log trucks worth of wood to China. As Yak Timber pursued different logging projects, opposition grew among shareholders. Some wanted the corporation to seek other resource revenue, such as carbon credits. Eventually, Yak Timber announced last fall that it would sell off its assets. But the company continued to harvest timber at a place called Humpback Creek, which the local and regional tribal governments say is culturally and historically significant. They, along with the regional corporation Sea Alaska, have requested Yak Timber stop logging there. The corporation faces a lawsuit from shareholders as well. Some are worried that their land could be lost as collateral for their debt. Amanda Bremner is a cousin to the mayor. 
I'm incredibly concerned, not just for the risk to existing land, but for what this means for the future of our company and all of our shareholders. She and another shareholder chair a coalition that is seeking a change. Their lawsuit, filed on May 9th, asks the court to step in and force the corporation to hold an election for all nine seats on the board. Yaktat Kwan hasn't held an election in a couple of years, which led to a state fine. Amanda Bremner says taking the corporation to court was a difficult decision, but many shareholders share her goals. To see our corporation flourish and thrive and be successful and ethical and rooted in indigenous value and um, to have business practices reflect that. The loaning bank will not comment. In a separate court filing, the bank seeks to repossess a tug and barge they loaned Yak Timber for $3.3 million. Later, they asked the court to ban the corporation from moving the barge, saying it was uninsured. The corporation has disputed this and filed its own motions. Reporting for Coast Alaska in Petersburg, I'm Angela Denning. Juno's Planning Commission is not supporting the city's new landslide hazard maps or the proposed policy that would regulate development in hazard zones. The new maps were commissioned in 2018 and would replace the city's current maps, which were created in the 70s. They have not been adopted by the Assembly yet, but they indicate that nearly half of the homes and buildings in downtown Juneau are in places threatened by an avalanche or landslide. The commission took public testimony at its meeting Tuesday evening before recommending that the Assembly nix the policy altogether. Most of the residents who testified were opposed to the policy, which would limit new development in severe hazard zones. It wouldn't totally prohibit new building projects, but it would make them harder. For most projects, property owners would have to hire a private engineer to do an additional study of their building site. Residents like Mary Alice McKean said that would cost too much for most people. The city is taking the burden, the financial burden of providing site-specific analysis and putting it on the property owner. Deputy Planning Chair Mandy Cole and the rest of the commission were swayed by the testimony. Does it make me a little sleepless at night that there's a possibility that there could be an avalanche or landslide? Of course. And I don't know that I have enough to outweigh all of those concerns on the other side to suggest a policy. Only one resident showed up to support the ordinance and the maps. Albert Shaw brought up two of the city's biggest natural disasters. I'm one of the last persons standing who saw the mud against the cold storage in 1936. It killed people. I also was on the city council when Barron's Avenue came down. Just because nothing's happened in 60 years doesn't mean something won't happen soon. Ultimately, the commission felt that concerns from the policy's opponents outweighed its potential benefit for public safety. The assembly will still have the final say. They will consider the ordinance and the planning commission's recommendation at a future meeting. Six students from Revilla Junior Senior High School have spent all year learning the ins and outs of firefighting. The small group learned how to take apart fire hydrants, put on safety gear, perform CPR, and even how to use air tanks. And, as KRBD's Regan Miller reports, they all graduated from the program after a final challenge on Wednesday.
a handful of students are enrolling in connecting fire hoses, practicing CPR, using a tourniquet, and dressing in firefighters' heavy garb. And to really up the pressure, they were being timed. 818. That's a minute. It's a week before graduation, and this is the final challenge from a year-long program where students trained local firefighters. The obstacle course combined all the skills the students had learned. The students did the course on two teams: the fire flighters and the three stooges. Three stooges, CPR. Melody Grutonk was tasked with putting on the firefighters' gear for her team. She says it wasn't quite as heavy as expected. It feels awkward, for sure. The senior says she benefited most from learning CPR. All six students walked away with certifications in CPR and first aid, valid for two years. That was definitely. I was like, okay, wow. I have little siblings, and I could definitely continue on with that. Chase Hannes is another senior, and he says he learned skills that will come in handy in everyday life, but also some other cool stuff, like how a fire hydrant works. So there's actually a certain way you have to remove all the stuff before you can attach the hose to it, or else it'll like, you know, probably explode or something like that. There's a good chance the program will get even bigger next school year. Ketchikan's fire marshal Gretchen O'Sullivan says this year was a sort of pilot program. She says Revilla staff approached the department late last summer and pitched the idea. So we taught them how to hook hoses up. To water supplies and how to use the nozzles.、Um, we did teach them CPR. We taught them some bleeding control and、um, just some first aid.、Uh, we taught them how to change out air bottles. So if they, like on a fire scene, when the firefighters need air bottles changed. And from what O'Sullivan can see, it's gone well. There's already a waiting list for next year. We've really enjoyed it. The kids have been really responsive. There might even be some future firefighters in the bunch. Just about all of the students KRBD talked to said they'd be interested. Edie Roth, our villa administrator, echoed that. I have a couple that are interested in becoming volunteers, and just hopefully they'll go through with it. The last day of the program ended with a barbecue to celebrate the students. Ketchikan's fire chief gave each student a challenge coin from the department plus a plaque. Reporting in Ketchikan, I'm Reagan Miller. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now, taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Friday, May twenty sixth, twenty twenty three. Rain likely before seven a.m. Then showers likely mainly between seven a.m. and ten a.m. Cloudy with a high near fifty. Southwest wind around five miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is sixty percent. Tonight, showers likely mainly after one a.m. Cloudy with a low around forty two. South wind five to ten miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is sixty percent. You're tuned into your community radio station. Raven Radio KCAW in Sitka. Good morning.